On April 13th, 2013, Ronwin Kendrick wrote a very specific prayer on a sticky note. She wrote it down but didn't tell anybody. She planted that sticky note in her Bible, in faith that if it were God's will, he would bring the request about. A lot of Mrs. Kendrick's life is spent planting seeds, in faith that something beautiful will grow. I love being outdoors. I guess it's part of growing up on the farm and planting something and then just watching it grow. You can take the girl out of the farm, but you can't take the farm out of the girl. And so she goes out and works outside all the time. For the spring garden, we planted uh, green beans. It's therapy for her. Sweet potatoes. It's a joy for her. Squash. To get her hands dirty and see something bloom. Zucchini. She has transformed her backyard from a an ugly backyard into something very beautiful over the years. Last year, I tried corn, and that didn't work. Mrs. Kendrick not only cultivates her garden every day, she also cultivates a close relationship with the Lord. In the mornings, I like to take my Bible, and I go to my kitchen table, and I put my Bible on the table, and I, I stand. If I stand, I don't doze off, and, and I just start praying. And Mrs. Kendrick uses a lot of scripture when she prays. In the mornings, I like to read Psalm 23. The Lord is our shepherd, we shall not want. And then Psalms 25. Show us your ways, O Lord, teach us your paths. Deuteronomy 28. We're blessed in the city, blessed in the field. Blessed is the fruit of our body. The verses in Psalm 34. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continue to be in my mouth. They that seek the Lord shall not want any good thing. Psalm 37. Delight thyself in the Lord. He will give you the desires of your heart. This is the day the Lord hath made. Psalm 118. We will rejoice and be glad in Isaiah 54. All your children shall be taught of the Lord. I've been quoting this for years. Galatians 3. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Psalm 19. We will say of the Lord, He is our refuge. He covers us with His feathers, and under His wings do we trust. At a young age, Mrs. Kendrick discovered the power of prayer in a very dramatic way. I was six years old. This was on April the 1st, 1948. A tornado came and it hit their property where there was a farm. And I remember Mother taking my sister Carol and my sister Bonnie me and she put us under the kitchen table. And she says she remembers looking up and watching her mother cry out to God. I, I remember her just crying out to the Lord. But she was just crying at the top of her voice. Asking the Lord to protect us. Well, a few minutes later, the sound died down. They walked outside, and all around them, there was devastation. The um, roof to, to our barn, which was the next to the house, was blown off. And they never found that roof. Two huge oak trees in front of our house across the highway had fallen down. Power lines were down in the front yard. The church across the street was rocked off of its foundation, but their house was left intact and preserved. Our house was not touched. I think I learned from that, that that we need to be able to call on God anytime, any circumstance, that God is near, that He loves us. And I saw a very quick answer to prayer. When Ronwin married Larry Kendrick and began a family, they made prayer a big part of their daily lives. Before our children were born, my husband and I prayed over them, 
that the Lord would have his will, his way with them. Mom and dad made prayer a part of everything that they did. You know, we're not only praying before meals, but we're praying before major decisions. One thing that we would see in our parents is they wouldn't hold back in their prayer lives. You know, they wouldn't pray just small prayers, but they believed that God could provide, He could protect, He could do things. So there was a, a sense of the Lord is able to carry us through this and provide what we need. Today, all three of the Kendrick brothers, Shannon, Alex, and Stephen, are involved in filmmaking. And on the set of each film, prayer has been a crucial part of their process. All five of the films that we have produced have really been a string of one answered prayer after another. Uh, we're praying as we're writing. We haven't had the script writing training, so we're laying it before the Lord saying, would you enable us to develop these characters? As we're casting, we're praying over the casting process. Every day on set, we'll have a prayer team a part of that. We're dedicating the day to the Lord. And then we have prayer warriors that we will email each week and say, here's how you can pray for us. Here's what's coming up. And so we have seen, again, consistently that when we bathe things in prayer, when we fight our battles in prayer first, the Lord is faithful to answer those. Their most recent film went to number one at the box office. It was specifically about prayer. We didn't know what was going to happen with it. But War Room was more successful. The impact has been even more far-reaching than the other films. And so we can see now that the timing was perfect for a call to prayer to the church. I think the character of Miss Clara was the combination of many godly elderly women that we've known over the years, and our mother is definitely one of those who helped inspire that character. Oftentimes we'll call and we'll say, Mom, here's what's going on, Here, here's how we need your prayer support. As we're traveling, as we're working on production, she's praying for us, and we consistently see the rewards of that. We know, you can sense sometimes, there's somebody who's been praying for me. <laughs> and so I am so grateful for a praying mom. Over the years, as her sons gained a national platform to speak about the Lord, Mrs. Kendrick preferred to be at home. She's been spending her time caring for her husband, who's been diagnosed with multiple sclerosis, praying for hours in her kitchen, and of course, taking care of her garden. One thing that we saw happen, though, is she would be out there working hard by herself, and she'd be carrying buckets, and uh, she's in her 70s, you know, and, and carrying fertilizer and those kind of things. And we would say, Mom, you need to be really careful. If something happened to you since you take care of Dad, you know, it could, it could be tough on everybody. You know, we, we want you to be safe and to be uh, healthy and, and to be in a good place. I woke up on a Saturday morning, the day of her birthday, and I sat up in bed and I had this strong feeling that I needed to go buy mom a golf cart. And so I called my brothers and my dad and I said, uh, golf cart's thousands of dollars. What if we all pulled our money together and got her a golf cart? And they all said, yes, let's do it. So we all went over to mom's house. All 19 grandchildren were over there. Uh, mom and dad are there. We said, mom, we have a birthday gift to give for you. So we took her outside. We said, we need you to close your eyes and we pulled this golf cart around. And in just a couple of minutes, he said, you can open your eyes. She opened her eyes and then mom started to cry. And he had driven up in a red golf cart and I looked at it and it was hard to believe. She said, I just can't believe it, I can't believe it. Now, do you remember the prayer that Mrs. Kendrick wrote on that sticky note? She wrote that down about a week before her birthday. And when she received the golf cart, she went and got that note out of her Bible and read it to the family. And it said, Dear Heavenly Father, Based on John 16, 23, 
I asked for a golf cart for my birthday. I asked for a golf cart in excellent condition, a beautiful golf cart that I will love. So I'm asking you, Lord, if you would give me for my birthday a golf cart. She had prayed that and written it down and not told anybody, and just between her and the Lord. And so we were so excited because we brought all the kids around and we said, listen to this. Mama Kay was praying for a golf cart for her birthday, didn't tell anybody. And this morning, the Lord prompted us to go buy her a golf cart. You've been hearing a story of one specific answer to prayer, but what's striking when you get to know Mrs. Kendrick is that this kind of thing happens all the time. She has a lot of stories of answered prayer, just like this golf cart. The golf cart story just illustrates a bigger principle, that God hears our prayers. And Mrs. Kendrick and Stephen both realize that we need people who will be crying out in prayer like never before. I believe that God wants women to pray over their homes, pray over their husbands, to pray over their children every day that God will have his way, will have his will with us. When we look at our country, we look at how dark our world is right now, how the church with broken wings is sick in so many ways. And it is for such a time as this that I believe the Holy Spirit is calling people and calling women back to prayer for their husbands, for their children, just like our mom has done for our father and for us over the years. My prayer is that God will grant repentance to the church across the nation, and that as believers are praying, that the Holy Spirit will move in in power and change hearts and shift the course of our country. This is probably the most important election that we've ever had, and I think we need to cry out to the Lord. Believers right now need to be humbling themselves and seeking the Lord, crying out to Him uh, in prayer, and I believe that we're gonna see a great harvest in our generation. Thank you.